Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man back. He, of course, the former uh, U.S. National Security Advisor. It's General Michael Flynn. General Flynn, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing great, Joe, and thank you for having me back on. Thanks for your patience to your audience. Really appreciate uh, everything that's going on with uh, what you're trying to do to keep uh, everybody informed. So, well, the, the fact is you're extremely busy. You made some time for me today, and I can't thank you enough for doing that. My audience loves when I have you on. I want to jump right into things. You wrote a great article about AI and what's that, what's that's doing to, uh, what that is doing to our, our freedom in our country. I want to get into that in earnest in a moment, but I've got to start with the obvious the man you used to work for, you got to get Trump. Everybody's got to get Trump. Doesn't matter that crime is up 300%. Doesn't matter that we were hiring Marxists to be the mayor in, in uh, Chicago. We have to yeah. get Donald Trump. Well, did you see this coming, General? Yeah, I mean, they, these people are, are, are going to try to destroy this country any way they can. Uh, it's it's uh, going after the likes of me, going after the, the likes of those people that are still in jail, haven't been in front of a judge yet that are because of the J6, you know, and, and, you know, and I do, I say it's nonsense sometimes, but it's also, you know, I, I think we're going to find, and we've we started to find out more and more about the setup, right? But maybe the whole thing was a setup by, by people in our own government. Yes. And then of course, Donald Trump, right? I mean, it's just insane. I mean, it's been going on since, you know, since at least 2015, okay. 2015 when Trump announced, and uh, all the way in through his presidency, I mean, I'm a, I'm part of that. And then they just keep going after him. I mean, I've read the I've read the filing, you know, the indictment. It's it's just so outrageous. And the one thing that I do know, I do know for for certain, Joe, uh, that President Trump is not about to give up. And they would love anything. They 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 want to they want to punish him, persecute him to the point where he just says, you know, screw this, I'm done. Somebody else take it because I, you know, I, I'm done with it. He, uh, believe me, folks, to your audience, Donald Trump is not about to to give up, and and frankly, we don't want him to give up. All of us that are that are uh, that love this country and love, uh, you know, what we represent as a as a freedom loving nation, a constitutional republic, you know, we hate what we see going on with President uh, Donald J. Trump, and we hate what we see going on up in Washington D.C. with with the Uniparty, you know, that I talk about in, the, in our in this fifth generation warfare that we're involved in, right. the Uniparty, the rhinos, the Democrats, the lefties, I mean, you know, the Department of Justice, every single lever of power. So let me just take a step back. Every single lever of power right now seems to it, it feels like it's controlled by by really a small group of this sort of I call them global elitists, right? Because there is there is a lot to that, and we can talk a little bit about that today yeah. as well. And I think we should because people need to understand that they need to they need to hear it. They need to hear that consistent message that there is a group that uh, of people out there. But this nonsense that uh, that they have um, uh, attacked General, uh, President Trump over. But I, I want people to understand that uh, he so he'll he'll fight through it. He's going to fight through it. He's going to you know it'll it'll come out where where uh, it certainly defeats that. But it's, they're going to they're going to do it in a way where it rides as part of the message, as part of this narrative for the next couple of years. And don't think for a second that some other person is not going to, you know, the special counsel Smith, uh, the the uh, the uh, the grand jury in, in uh, Georgia. I mean, these people are all going to come out and go, we're going to indict them. We're going to indict them. You know, the, the the proverbial you can indict a ham sandwich. And so uh, and that's very clear. If you read the filing, you read this filing from this district attorney who's a 
just an absolutely corrupt person. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I, I read it and I'm like, oh my God, there's, there's just these, you know, if it, it's funny, but somebody said to me uh, yesterday or the day before, they said, you know, if there was like one, only one or two charges, you'd kind of go, ooh, maybe they got something, right? But with 33 charges, and, and, and then it's ridiculous, you just know that all they're trying to do is they're trying to take the narrative that, you know, that orange man bad and he, he can't be president of the United States. They're going to use every little bit of this. You're going to see in the campaign ads by whoever comes in on the left to run for, uh, for president, you're going to see some of that stuff bubble back up. And frankly, the American people, Joe, your audience in, in particular, but the American people, we're, we've had, we're done with it. Yeah. We've had enough of it. We've had it up to here, right? And, uh, and we're sick of it. So now what we want is we want the truth, and the truth will rise to the top. People, people need to know that. I mean, you're, you're speaking to a guy who, who was patient enough, you know, and, and, and knew that eventually the truth would come out, and it did. And, uh, and I know that the truth will rise to the top. The truth will come out here. And, and the truth is, is that this country is going down the wrong path with this administration. I mean, we're talking about a path towards, you know, communism or worse, right? And, and, and that was the problem. People like you and people like Donald Trump stopped that for a bit. General, yeah. GeneralFlynn.com. GeneralFlynn.com is the website. It's General Michael yeah. Flynn. I really appreciate you coming on. Check out his latest article, by the way, about AI and what it's doing to us. So, uh, General, the reason why they did this, I'm assuming, and, I, and I'm pretty solid in this now, you can tell me if I'm wrong if, if you'd like, is because he dared stop what Barack Obama was doing. Hillary Clinton was supposed to finish what Barack Obama started, making us a global uh, non-power, a global uh, um, right. uh, capitulated country. Well, we were going to be under the WEF, the globalists would, would control it, and these people that you're mentioning on the top would be the rulers, and, and that would be it. Donald Trump dared come in and say, well, well, wait a second, we're still exceptional, we still love this country, America first, right. make America great again, the Constitution means something, and that's really what tweaked them, isn't it? That he dared yeah. step out of line. Yeah. You know, make America great again is the bumper sticker and it is a great bumper sticker for America. America first is a governing philosophy. It is a philosophy where we say, look, we need to take care of our home first. Right. Our home being the United States of America. We take care of our home first. We can do so many things for the rest of the world. I mean, we, we have enough energy to that we can provide in this country for the rest of the world for 500 years. Wow. And in some, and I, I'm, and I'm, I'm actually under, I'm, 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 you know, underestimating that because I know just in coal reserves alone, we have that capability. So th there's all kinds of things, you know, Rush Limbaugh about three years ago, he talked about uh, where we were. And at the time, you know, I, 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 you know, became uh, very close to, to rush actually he helped me quite a bit as i was going through my persecution right and one of the things that 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 rush talked about was this this business about taking americans away from the idea of america and and you know tr and trump was the guy that was you know he was sort of the, the figurehead of, of america first and make america great again but the american people were not about to give up on that idea of america first right and it's not Democrats and Republicans. There's really an ideology of the left, and it's a small ideology, small group, small group that that is that right now. You know, they. I mean, we can say if hell, if I say they stole our elections, right? I mean, I, I don't. I still don't believe that the 2020 elections were fair. I don't. I just don't. I, I just don't, don't believe yeah. that. And I, and actually, 
The majority of Americans agree with me on that for 2020, never mind 2022. So the idea of America first, the idea of make America great again is an idea that the American people have. Donald Trump was the was the leader of that movement, is the leader of that movement, and he still has a, a, a good you know grasp of it. And frankly, it's going to grow. It's going to grow because, you know, the funny thing about Americans is we love the underdog. You know, when you think yes. about Donald Trump, you say, there's no way he's an underdog. Yeah, he's an underdog. He's an underdog in the political, in, in the world of the uniparty, right? They look at him and they go, how dare this guy come into Washington, D.C. And, 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 you know, and win the presidency? I mean, it's the first time he ran for any kind of political office. You know, he's not, a, he's not the normal politician. The Republicans... Okay, the Republicans, they hated Donald Trump as much as the Democrats because they 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 were losing power. And so guys like me, guys like me, I'm not a I'm not a, 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 you know, I'm a political figure now, but I I wasn't a politician at all coming in. I was just a guy that that believed in our country. I knew I knew things that needed to happen and needed to be done. And they, you know, boom, they 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 take me out. Right. They take me out. And then, you know, then we go into the whole Russiagate and now. Fast forward to this latest, this past week's indictment. I mean, this is a continuation of the takeover of this country, and they're not going to do it because the American people are not about to give up on the idea of America. Okay, and, 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 and American exceptionalism—that's exactly you, right. We are. You exceptional. can call it exceptionalism. You can call it America first. It's, yeah, but it's, General, if, as we say that, there are people watching and listening right now who are idiots who think that we're racist or we're, we're, yeah. we're somehow isolationists and all this other garbage when we're not. We are people who believe that our system of, of how we run this country is the best on the planet, and they're doing everything they, they can to whittle that away. And I want to get into yeah. to your angle about social media coming up because I think that's a, a huge effect on that. But let me yeah. ask you this. And by the way, it's General Michael Flynn. Go to GeneralFlynn.com. Buy every book he does. Check out his latest article on, on his website. It's amazing comparing nuclear war and AI war, which I think is great. Uh, I don't think they're great. I think the article's great. Right. So, right. so should President Trump win again and he gets back in, what, what does he have to do this time to dismantle a weaponized DOJ? You can't just, can you get rid of yeah. the FBI and restart? Can you get rid of uh, the attorney general and restart that entire division? What do you do? Yeah, two things. So President Trump has two uh, uh, priorities, I believe. Number one is... Uh, and I'll just define it as national security. So right. fix fix the national security arena, and within that arena, you know there's a there are elements, right? Fix national security, and 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 so you can you can add in foreign policy, uh, the the war on drugs, the domestic issues that we're dealing with, uh, you know everything that 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 wraps around national security, and then the second priority. So and that, that's a big priority. These are big. These are big ideas, right? right? But but those are at the presidential level. Uh, that, that is one that he's got to do. That's number one. The second thing is we have to have severe and I underline that and, and bold in those those letters of, of the word severe. We have to have severe government reform. OK, this morning I was in a, in a conversation with somebody about the Department of Education as an example. So Jimmy Carter, people think the Department of Education has been around forever since the existence of the country. No, Jimmy Carter brought in the Department of Education. So like organizations, agencies, activities, departments, one place, just just one of the places, the Department of Education, we need to shut the doors, thank the people for their service, and tell them to go find a job out in, uh, out in the hinterland somewhere. The Department of Education came under Jimmy Carter, 
it needs to be it needs to be eliminated because it well, is well, destroying the public. That's it's, it's not constitutional, General. You're right. He could get yeah. any president can get rid of that department so anytime they want, can't example. they? Yeah, that's just one example. And then you start talking about, like you mentioned, the Department of Justice. The, you know, the FBI is a sub-element within the Department of Justice. So we have to have severe government reform. These organizations, they they are all under the executive authority of the president of the United States. Right. And so the president of the United States has, has got to take a hard look at these and say, OK, look, we're not going to do on, on the margins. I mean, Joe. We are about to build a building for the FBI headquarters that's bigger than the Pentagon. It I makes mean, no sense. How, how crazy is that? This, this is an organ. The FBI is an organization that that could potentially be considered for elimination. We have nine hundred thousand law enforcement professionals around this country, federal, state, local, and tribal. You know, for us to continue to have an FBI that is so. It, it, it clearly appears to be so abusive of its roles and responsibilities and authorities in this country. So so that's that's a place where we've got to look and go, you know, I don't know if we if we need to have them anymore. They maybe have outlived, you know, their usefulness. And that's just one element. Right. Department of Justice, the, the intelligence community, you know, prior to now, I'll give you one stat. Because I because I was the director of Defense Intelligence Agency, you know, one of the one of the larger intelligence agencies in the world, frankly. Right. On the on the 10th of September, I'm sorry, on the on the yeah, on the 10th of September 2001, the 10th of September 2001, before 9-11, the day before 9-11, DIA had about 3000 people. When I took over uh, a little more than 10 years later, so I took over in the early part of 2012. So around a decade later. I take over that agency and it's got 17,000 people. Wow. So in three years, one agency, and that's just, that, those are the civilians, never mind the contractors and all the, you know, there was over 20,000 people in that organization. So in 10 years time, because of 9-11, we grew by, that agency grew by five times. Well, I can tell you, I looked at other parts of the government as I was coming into the national security advisory uh, position. And I looked at other elements and the entire government, blew up after 9-11. Now we had responsibilities for 9-11, but we also we also lost sight of what was happening. And so now we have this gigantic government. We have, frankly, under under the Trump administration where he defeated ISIS and we really took out some real key guys, but under the uh, Biden administration, we lost, we gave back 20 years and all the all the treasure and all the lives that we lost, particularly the the, the final 13 deaths that were killed in action in Afghanistan as we surrendered. You know, we we have we have basically created a, a government that is trying to discover itself. So this is why Russia, Russia, Russia yeah. is such a big deal. You, the, the federal government, the neocons, I call them the neocons. Everybody sort of knows that word that, or that phrase. The neocons exist on both sides, both sides of the aisle. OK, Republicans and Democrats. These are people who are who want war. And so you got to have a boogeyman. Well, the big boogeyman to me is before I was leaving the government and since since and then coming back into the government as a national security advisor, the big boogeyman was China. Yeah. China is clearly they are head and shoulders right now above everybody else. And they're, and they're about to take over the world without firing a shot, so to speak. Right. And but what happened was the government, this particular government and the, and the bureaucracy, they needed a boogeyman. And Russia has always been a good boogeyman because there's a lot of dollars that flow. So people have have said, well, Flynn knows where the bodies are buried. I do. And they're not bodies. It's money. 
Okay. So it's, and it's lots of money. It's not, it's, we're not talking small amounts. We're talking about amounts that, that, that would, that would make other, other nation states, you know, embarrassed for what they don't have. And right. what we have just in, in, just an intelligence community budget. So, so there's bodies buried out there, but you got to have a boogeyman. You got to have an enemy. When, when, when Al Qaeda and ISIS start to go back, you know, go away, it's like, well, what's our going to be our next enemy? Well, guess where we are, Joe, we're spending, we're spending publicly, we're spending, you know, over a hundred billion dollars in Europe for a war that shouldn't even be happening. Right. I mean, the Obama administration, 2014, I was still serving at the time. I was a director of DIA when, when Russia first came into to Ukraine. And they, and if you go back and you look at the reasons why then it's the same, very similar to what they did under this administration, because they didn't fear, you know, there's no fear, right? They, they, they didn't, they didn't fear Joe Biden. They didn't fear Barack Obama, you know, whereas Trump is in there and Trump's the first, you know, the first president in my lifetime that didn't start a war, that didn't take us to war. That's it for part one of my special interview with General Michael Flynn, part two tomorrow on the Joe Pag Show. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Having uh, General Flynn on is always an absolute honor and a pleasure. We have him back tomorrow. And I'm telling you, he wasn't available at all for a month or two. And I got a text from him last night. He said, are we on tomorrow? And I said, yeah, let's do it. So um, we have a, I did about 35 or 40 minutes with him. We'll have the part two tomorrow. If you missed any part of part one, I'll put the entire thing up un- nonstop, uncut, uh, on Rumble tomorrow night after the show. And uh, really, really breaks down what we probably don't even realize is happening even as we speak. With all this trans stuff and all this social justice stuff that's going on, there are real things that are happening globally that you need to know about that this man is an expert on. So make sure you come back tomorrow night. We'll, we'll give you part two. We'll do it at the same time. Whenever you heard it tonight, we'll do it at the same time as you heard it tonight, tomorrow night. Next hour, it's going to be Kimberly Guilfoyle. She, of course, is um, will be the daughter-in-law of Donald Trump at some point. She's a former DA. She talks about these fake charges from Alvin Bragg and much more. Keep it here on The Joe Pag Show. This is The Joe Pag Show.